Hey, how you doing? You with Jamal Williams and you listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with Cody Carpentier. We're going to be talking today about Trashman's Dynasty Top 250 Startup Rankings and Superflex versus Cody's <laughs> Dynasty Startup Rankings for Superflex. Of course, Cody, a new content contributor here at Roster Watch. You're going to hear him on the SiriusXM radio show. With all, I, I guess I can just go ahead and announce it now. So we're going to be on during the month of July and August on Saturdays and Sundays at the very least, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. But, of course, when the training camp tour kicks off, Cody will be involved in that. Byron and be, be involved in that. Myself and Trash Man, we're going to try and hit more training camps this year than ever. And so we'll be on the radio, you know, various nights. We'll be able to um, make sure and get that out on social media and let you guys know where we're going to be. And of course we'll have all that content here on YouTube as well. So Cody, great to have you on brother. How the hell did did your 4th of July treat you? 4th of July was good. Uh, spent a little, spent the, the weekend, I guess you'd say up in Massachusetts, uh, up in a friend's cabin right on the border of Massachusetts and Rhode Island. So every morning I went out for my jog, I jogged all the way from Massachusetts to Rhode Island and back. So it was a, (laughs) but it was a good weekend. Got a little, uh, first time ever wakeboarding, uh, that I've gotten out of the water and I actually got up. So it's a good weekend. I got to ask you some Massachusetts questions, but first, <laughs> I've, 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 I've realized when, if we get into that kind of small talk early in these pods, people turn them off. So let's get right into the meat of it. People aren't here to hear my questions about Massachusetts, but I'm interested in all this oyster stuff you were talking about. Um, all right. So here we go. Trashman and Cody Carpentier. I'll tell you my thoughts on these guys. Cody will talk about his reasoning. Trashman, of course, is not here to defend himself which we always like because it gives us the opportunity to really, really rag on such a disgusting and despicable man. Um, but, you know, Trashman has his own ideas. And the reason I, you know, I wanted him to be part of our company when we started like 12 years ago is because he's, he's, he's honestly one of the best fantasy players that I know. And so I mean, the, he thinks about things in a weird way. He seems cockamamie, but there is a method to his madness. The first one that we have here is one of the, it's probably the biggest discrepancy. It's Anthony Richardson who in uh, Superflex Startups, Cody has at, um, let's see, where do you have Anthony Richardson, Cody? I think it was at Richardson. 26th overall, QB 11. Trash Man, are you ready for this? Trash Man has Anthony Richardson in Dynasty Startups, Superflex, at number four overall, quarterback three, even over Joe Burrow um, and Lamar Jackson, Anthony Richardson, 21 years old, hasn't taken an NFL snap yet. I, 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 did, I, I was flabbergasted when I saw that Trashman had him this high. I didn't know that he was taking this, this hard of a stance. As you know, Cody, I've, I, I'm sort of in charge of the redraft stuff. Uh, when it gets this time to this time of year, creating the cheat sheet products and everything like that for redraft leagues, the dynasty stuff to keep up with it is a trash man's duties. Yeah. He has gone, 
he's going above and beyond here with making some of these big, big rankings adjustments since I've kind of taken my hands off the wheel. Number four overall, the reason I can see it is because, as we've talked about before, and as you and I saw, Anthony Richardson, of course, the rookie quarterback for the Colts at the NFL Combine, I think both of us came away just seeing the guy in person before we even saw the nuclear testing. We, you and I were just like, holy, holy cow, this dude looks, I mean, he looks like, we're like, why is the, why is this like huge, like outside linebacker or edge guy walking around during quarterback day? And then you're like, oh, well, that's Richardson. So this is what they're talking about. You know, yep. he has the nuclear testing, gets taken fourth overall by the Colts. I think it's still kind of up in the air about whether he's going to start week one. There's been some talk about Gardner Minshew maybe starting the year off. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that. Of course, in Dynasty, we're talking about these guys for the life of their careers. Anthony Richardson, though, I mean, that's a swing for the fence. It's a swing for the fences pick in that he could be a player that, as Trash Man says, he could break fantasy. He he really could. He could be the kind of he he, he could be a, a Cam Newton plus and to have that in super flex. I think is what trash man looking at the, you know, the total, the total bull case. What do you think? Uh, do you think he's cocking Mamie? I mean, clearly tw- you, 26th overall for you quarterback 11. I, I, whenever I look at yours at quarterback 11, I think four overall is bad, but I think t- quarterback 11, I think that's bad too. I think that's kind of really? bad. Yeah. Because just like if I look at it, so the quarterbacks that you have ahead of him, you bad have high or bad low. I think I think it's bad. I, I I think you're too low. I think having him below yeah. um, a 28 year old Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. I think that he should probably be above those guys. I think okay. he should be more. I think he should be right there with Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, in that kind of area. He 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 strikes me, and it doesn't take much. To, like he strikes me as the yeah. same kind of archetype of player. Yeah. And if we could just get the rushing production out of him, that we got to. I mean. What is what is I mean? Has Justin Fields really? He's she's shown us that at least he could do the rushing part, right? Yeah. Uh, we had the second lowest, second lowest attempts last year of any you know of any team was was the Bears. We don't know if we don't know if those attempts are going to go up. I mean, with the signings they've made, we kind of think they are. We're like, why for you is Anthony Richardson not at least there in the Lamar Jackson, um, Justin Fields territory? Whenever he's like, what he's got three years on both these guys as far as age. I thought I was I thought I was a little aggressive putting Richardson all the way up to eleven, being uh that that because like we still see what Kirk has for weapons around him. He's only thirty-four. I think Kirk probably has four or five years left. Russ, same situation, uh new coaching staff, et cetera. Kyler Murray's there. Like I was like I thought it was a little aggressive to put him ahead of Kyler Murray in that in that conversation. I know Kyler's hurt, but he's still only 26. Uh, the Deshaun and Dak thing comes really down to we know Deshaun and we know Dak can play football. We know that they're above average passers when it comes to completion percentage. We know that uh, Deshaun Watson is Amari Cooper and a run game and an offensive line. We know that Dak Prescott has a, a, an offensive line that was once great, is now good, getting better. And he has the weapons on the outside with CeeDee Lamb, and he's got, a we think, an above average rushing game alongside him it's more so like i know what i know i know what i've seen out of Dak. i know what i've seen i know what i know out of deshaun watson and what their peaks can be and what their floors can be and as bad as deshaun was last year i don't think he's going to be that bad going forward again 27 and 29 it is older and it is eight nine years older than anthony richardson but in quarterback terms both these guys if they stay healthy still have 10 years left you know in modern medicine so uh, when it comes down to it, it's more so just I trust the weapons that are around. I trust the competencies of these offenses and these teams with Dak and with 
Deshaun. That's why I put him over Richard, both of them over Richardson right now, given Pittman is in Indianapolis. I love that. The tail, Jonathan Taylor's there. I love that. The offensive line's there. I love that. But 393 pass attempts in college for Anthony Richardson. And we haven't seen competency when it comes to passing consistently. It was 50, 54% last year, 59 the year before that, and we had 64 attempts. It's just a tough, tough sale for me at this current point. Obviously, we know the athleticism, 6'4", 240. We we get all that. And, and when you're talking about the rushing, obviously you brought up Fields, you brought up Lamar. Like I do think he should be in that conversation, which and I don't think he's much further, like I don't think he's much far below those guys. It's just more so like We've seen uh, the struggle that these quarterbacks can have as rookies, especially when they're not the most accurate. So, and even when they are accurate, they get they get pretty they get bum rushed uh, as rookies in the NFL sometimes. So, I mean, even even Trevor Lawrence as as recently as Trevor Lawrence, and even Justin Fields, the question marks around him. So, uh, I love Richardson. I think Trashman's a little high. Am I maybe a little low? Maybe. Um, I think the case could definitely be made over Dak and Deshaun, but I'm just I just feel more confident in my team right now with a Dak or Deshaun. The verdict is Trashman is wrong. Cody is wrong. They are both wrong. He needs to be in the middle of the two of them. That's what, and, and hey, that's what I'm going to tell Trashman. I'm going to say, get him right there. Get him with. But, but the thing, but the, th- but the thing about Trashman is, I mean, yeah. even he he stacks up these quarterbacks at the very beginning a lot. You know, Trashman has in the first round of the Superflex one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight, yep. nine uh, quarterbacks going. And I think that you don't have them stacked up quite as heavy there at the top. So even if we tell Trashman to get him down into that, he's not going to drop him any further than the you know top. He's still going to yeah. be a top 10 for Trashman. I just think number four overall, I know number four overall is too high. So that's something I'm going to need to get with Trashman about. And something as we kind of work your content and your insights here into our stuff at Roster Watch that we're so happy about. Um, I, I, that's the kind of like ways like this and, and discussions like this that involve you as well are really, really, really going to help us. Um, all right, let's go to the next one here. Uh, we have Cody, the email I sent earlier. Oh, Travis Kelsey. Okay. So you tell me where you have Kelsey and I'll look up, up on trash man's where trash man has Kelsey. I still have him one. Uh, I don't see a reason you can't have him one. But, at least but, but, but what about just, oh, just like, Overall ADP. Overall, okay, so overall non-tight end premium, I have him 29th overall. Okay, so overall non-tight end premium, Trashman has him actually as tight end two. He has Mark Andrews ahead of him, and he has um, – no, I'm sorry, he has Kyle Pitts ahead of him as, as well. So he has Travis Kelsey as tight end three, which seems cockamamie on its face to me. I think that this is bad. I think this is bad from Trashman having Travis Kelsey at number 75 overall in startups. Now he's not here and I don't, I don't, I don't want to defend him. I never want to defend Trashman, but the one way I would, the the one way I will defend him is I know we've been saying, dude, we could, this thing could fall. He's 34, right? Like this thing's going to fall off a cliff. It's going to have to fall off a cliff at some point. Now, what, what if you only get one more Travis Kelsey season? You know, do you get, are, are you like, do, are you thinking that this is going to continue being the, being the trend with Travis Kelsey, that he's even a non-tight end premium, that he's just such a difference maker that if we're going to, I think if you could say you're going to get this for another two to two and a half years, I think that's when he, where he belongs about exactly where you have him. 
I think the safer thing to say whenever I was running the numbers earlier is if you do it at one and a half years, it's probably a little bit closer to like maybe the same area that where you would take a guy like Cooper Cup, right? One yeah. of these kinds of players who you know is just going to be really good um, for at least another, you know, I feel like Cooper Cup, we feel good for another two and a half years is kind of what I'm baking in for, for him. Yep. Um, I, it's just with Kelsey at 34, the hits he takes, um, the position he plays, I, trash man's too low on him. But I, I'd let, like, what's your what's your bull case on, on Kelsey? And then, I mean, versus consensus, I'd like to even look on Fantasy Pros or something just to see what the consensus is for him as far as super flex. Like, where do they even have him? But My big thing is, is if you just look at Tony Gonzalez, for example, because that's really him and Gronk are like the two only comparables that you can really have for Kelsey as far as uh, current longevity or, or you know career arc of talent and output and fantasy relevance. I think it's Tony G as far as longevity and, and Gronk as far as the, the, the bull case for upside. And Gonzalez didn't go to the Falcons until he was 33. And when he was with the Falcons, it was 800 plus, 600, 800, 900, 800. And that's 33 through 37. So if we can just say that Kelsey's not going to leave Kansas City and Kelsey's going to play for four more years, I think we can – and this is obviously assuming no knee injuries, ankle injuries, et cetera – I think we can pretty easily, I would say, write in 700-plus yards year in and year out for him from here on out until he wants to retire. And that doesn't seem hot to me. And even if it's 700 yards, you know, next year and the year after, and maybe he hits 1,000 this year and, and it does drop off a little bit because it did drop off a little bit from reach 32 to 33 for Tony Gonzalez, I think even that, the consistency at that tight end position, whereas we've seen, you know, the Kittles get hurt and and you look at like tight end six right now is Dallas Goddard. And it's like, how much do you really depend on Dallas Goddard with A.J. Brown in that running game and Devonta Smith? It's like, it, I think Kelsey's I still going to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, saying I, I, I get it. I mean, I, I, I understand right now the, the, the true difference maker he is at, yeah. at this position where you can only have one of them. I, I get it. My question is, yeah. I mean, do you really think it's going to, I mean, can he, can he put this, he, like we've been saying it for like three years now that like, this yep. is going to be the year, this is going to be the year. And for some, like in one hand, you can look at that and you could say, well, like we say it every year and it's not true. <laughs> it's like, it's probably going to get, but I mean, at some point it's got to happen. You know, I think one and a half years is, a, is probably a better projection than two, two and a half to operate at this level. But then again, like you're saying, it's like, if he does play all that stuff, I kind of have a hard time seeing Travis Kelsey going out and stepping foot on a football field if he's playing at a level that he's where he's not getting 750, 800 yards. And, and you know they're going go yeah. to go to him the, in the red zone. So yep. it makes sense. I think you're both wrong. I think that um I, I think I think that you're less wrong, though, Cody. I think that you're less wrong. And it looks like consensus. I've, I'm looking in a, in a couple spots. The consensus and superflex non-tight and premium is somewhere in this sort of 47 to 58 range. Um, mm-hmm. where, where did you have him again? I have him at 29 and trash man has him at 75. So, so once again, yeah. by calling both of you wrong and saying, you need to be somewhere in the middle makes me right. Um, let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go to the next, let's go to the next one here. And this is, dude, this is one that you texted me about when I was at the, I've, I've been at, at these water parks with my kids all week and I didn't have my rankings pulled up or I should say trash man's rankings pulled up. Um, because clearly he's he's taken a, a blowtorch to these things since since I've handed over oversight when the cheat sheet started started getting made. Um, and there will be a bit of an overhaul here, as we mentioned. You know, Cody Carpentier here 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 with us and new contributor that's going to be bringing some some great insight. 
uh, here on the channel to this and to the radio show and also some other features that we'll have coming up. You guys are going to be real excited about. We have some people in the in the in the comments asking how your Boston trip went. We'll um, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that here when, once we get to the end of the once we get to the end of the show. Um, this is dude. This is a good comment from Daniel Schaefer. He was talking about um, Anthony Richardson. He could he could be Lamar or he could be Trey Lance. Here's the thing: he can't be Trey Lance because Trey Lance is nowhere near as athletic. So if he could be just a, uh, he could be a souped up Trey Lance. I think that's right. But Anthony Richardson will never be Trey Lance just because Anthony Richardson is. Is Anthony Richardson. He was the most athletic quarterback prospect that we've ever seen. So uh, we appreciate you guys uh, in the comments, man. We'll try and get to y'all better. I, I, I didn't even have these pulled up. Um, okay. Uh, the, the next one, like I said, I was at the, at the water park. Kendra Miller was who um, Cody texted me about. Of course, the rookie running back for the New Orleans Saints, who Cody, I know, has been high on through the draft process. I've been high on through the draft process. Trash man, Byron, we've all been very high on Kendra Miller, you know, dating back to his time at Texas, where he was a guy who, as Texas fans, we legitimately feared going against. Um, What do you think about the discrepancy here? Trash man is Kendra Miller at 43 overall. Uh, He's only only, uh, 20 years old, and it could sort of be the beginning of the end for – for Alvin Kamara, I just I think with Kamara, and I want to talk about this on the serious show this weekend after I study a little bit more. But he is set his trial set for July thirty first. Um, Perfect. <laughs> where they're gonna where they're gonna be showing the where they're they're gonna be showing the the t- and he can't push it back again this time I don't think. I, I, so um, where the Las Vegas Metro Police Department will be showing the tape, and that's where a jury of his peers will decide sort of you know whether he's you know his level of guilt in the alleged incident. Um, I just think once they see that tape, I'm not sure that a jury is going to come away and say, you know, th- this guy did nothing. You know, he, it's probably something where he's not going to get – he's not going to go to jail or anything like that. But he, they'll probably have some kind of judgment against him, Then, at which point the NFL is going to have to do what they do. And then, man, it's, uh, Alvin Kamara has been falling off a little bit as it is. Jamal Williams is not a long-term answer there. Kendra Miller is an awesome player. Um, mm-hmm. you, we had Nick Underhill, what he had that ask me anything when he was at the airport the other day, when somebody asked about Kendra Miller, he said, dude, if Kendra Miller gets off to a fast start, watch out, you know, and I don't respect really any saints reporter more than I do Nick Underhill. He's, he's, he's been really, really plugged in there back to the days whenever my hunch was Kenny Vaccaro was his source. So, I mean, he's, 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 he's been there a very long time. Um, what do you think, Kendra Miller? I think you had him when I looked somewhere in like the seventies or something. It's like yeah, I had him. I got him seventy four um, yeah. overall. The question I had for you was what number at running back he had him because I came out with sixteen and I thought sixteen was a nice area for him. It took a little bit for me to put him over Ramondre, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, just because those guys are you know they're great running backs. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I have him at sixteen overall at running back, but 74th overall. I think the biggest thing, uh, the discrepancy between Trashman and I is that Trashman has him in the 40s where I have a pretty large uh, tier break after, you know, uh, Javante at 46 overall, Najee at 50 overall, and then between 50 and 67, there's only one guy. So 50's Najee, 67 overall is Rashad White, and Josh Jacobs is right in between there. I have a pretty large tier break in there, and that's, I think, why Kendra gets pushed down so much um in the overall rankings I, but i think in the grand scheme as far as the overall running back position goes i think it's it's we're, we're pretty close on that 
I think it's just more so I have a, a, a pretty large tear break in there. I think Trashman has a pretty giant tear break too, because once he, because there's not as many running backs after Kendra, what he's got one, two, three of these guys after Kendra, but then once he gets to 65 from 43, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten running backs all in a row. That he kind of that he that he sort of yeah. sees there in that kind of range. So yeah. I think it's just a matter. I, th- I, th- I think it's a matter of him being higher on Kendra Miller than you are. Maybe a little bit higher on the higher on the situation. This is one where I I, I think that I think that you and tr- I think that in this kind of deal, I think you and Trashman can both be right. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. I think he's right. I think that your response is is reasoned and well thought out. I think Trashman being high on Kendra Miller is justified. Um, is it a little too high? It, you know, it, it might be it might be a little bit too high whenever, you know, for one, I don't think that the, his ADP in Dynasty Startups would dictate that you have to take him that high. And so if you can get on that pick, if you can get somebody like a Jordan Addison or a, a JSN or, you know, I mean, I doubt JSN is going to fall that far. But a Jordan Addison or, a, you know, a Quentin Johnston or one of these kinds of players that's like a young stud wide receiver where, uh, let me ask you this: where, where do you have George Pickens in relation to Kend- Kend- Kendra Miller? Way ahead, I have Pickens. Let's see here, filter on. Because uh, to me, Pickens it's like fifty-five. It what fifty-five? Fifty-five, yeah. Okay, so Trashman has. I mean, Trashman's close. What does he have? Forty-six, something like that. So close enough. So what I'm saying is, in that area, you can get that kind of player. And I think maybe with your next pick, you could get a Kendra Miller if you wanted yeah. to be still be high on him. So that's another note I'm going to so, pass on to Trashman that we'll we'll work with him on as we kind of overhaul these rankings with um, some of the insight here from Cody. All right, the next one, Tony Pollard, and. Cody, I, I I would just imagine that after all your time at Player Profiler, the Tony Pollard would have, stuff would have just rubbed off on you, and you would have been higher on, higher on him than anybody in the world. But when I look at Trashman's rankings, and this could be Trashman just being a total Cowboys homer, but uh, Trashman has Tony Pollard at number twenty nine uh, overall as far as his Superflex rankings here. When I look at yours. Uh, Pollard, you have him at number 68 overall. Is this just mm-hmm. you think that Pollard, you know, he's 26 years old now. He's reaching that age apex. Um, he is coming into the best opportunity of his career, though. I, I mean, is it do, – do you fall into this argument? It's like, oh, man, well, at the end of the season, Ezekiel Elliott is going to come back. Or, like, they're, they're going to bring in somebody else. Or is this just for you the age, age thing that, that's kind of too high for a 26-year-old guy who's never um, – who's never never really had this kind of role before. Yeah, really I think it's a it's a culmination of multiple things. That is obviously, I mean, you don't have to say much. The injury is the injury. Um and as soon as that happens, it happens. Well, Cody Vanna. Yeah, I might if you want me to. Um <laughs> so yes, we just turned 26 years old. He's coming into his Trash best man will eat a banana. He'll eat anything that you, that you give his ass for free. <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah, so he's got $10 million, $10 million, $10 million franchise take sitting over his head. And he's going to be a Frazier next year. He's got the injury last season. Do we really think he's going to come in and take 300 plus touches? I'm not quite sold on it. I love Tony Pollard. Don't get me wrong. I don't love him as much as Matt does, but I love Tony Pollard. I respect his talents and I think he's going to fit very well in this offense. Now, they do got a couple guys in this backfield right now Malik Davis, Ronald Jones. 
and I think they will bring in another back during camp here uh, in the next few weeks. You know, we've seen multiple older quarterbacks and running backs over time come in late in August, and then all of a sudden they're just there, and it's like, damn it. I just been paying this premium on Tony Pollard and now Zeke is here. Now Kareem Hunt is here, whatever it may be. Um, I don't think it would be smart. I don't think it would behoove the Cowboys to go into a season um, with just Pollard kind of as that, that lead back and the contract that they give him. I, I, I don't foresee him getting a big contract because I think Jerry realized that he made that mistake with Zeke. And I don't think he's going to try and make that mistake again by giving Tony Pollard a big contract. So, um, that's really what kind of pushes me back a little bit. Now I still love him, but I just, I'm definitely not as high. There's multiple things that just go into it. Yeah, I'm, I, I think those are good points, but I'll tell you why you're wrong. Is why you have is because you have him ranked behind J.K. Dobbins, who's twenty, who's going to be twenty four and a half, I guess. So this, so that's your age on the June first. So on June first, yeah. he was twenty four and a half. He's he's going to be twenty five uh, yep. this season, and then behind um, who else was it behind that I thought was bad? It was Rashad behind White. Rashad, Rashad White, probably. Rashad White, who's who's also an older yeah. who's an, who's an older guy coming in. So Trashman might be a little bit high on him. I can understand that, but I do think that you're probably too low on 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 Pollard. So I think you would that, take you would draft head up head up right now. You're on the clock because I got these guys back to back 67, 68. Rashad White, you take Pollard over Rashad White. Uh, every two years? every every single day of the week, one hundred percent of the time. There's absolutely there would be not a not a I'm just like, I'm, yeah, dude. I, I would. What, yeah. what do you What do you think about the the Josh, Josh Jacobs is another question for me. He's 25 and a half years old, and I really don't quite know what I think is going to happen with him. Like, are you? Do you have any Josh Jacobs? Do you want no. any Josh Jacobs? Well, I mean, I, I will, like anybody if I can get him for you know if I can get him for cheap. Like, dude, if I have one of these, you know, if I'm in a rookie draft right now and I can get it like a. Have you seen anybody been be able to get Josh Jacobs for like the one twelve or something or the one eleven? I haven't tried doing that, but I, like I would love to try and do that based on this year's rookie class. I guess not, yeah. but probably not as much. Even in Superflex, I mean, around that you know, unless it's Superflex tight end premium, I think that I would I would I would give a late first for him. So I mean, that's about how I value him. I think he's gonna be really gotcha. good this year. I think I'm 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 worried that he's saying he's going to sit out all through camp, and pro- they're saying that he might miss the first week of the season and everything like that. But Josh Jacobs still relatively young. He showed he's a good player this year. He's not going to get the money that he wants, just like J.K. Dobbins going to get the money he wants. None of these guys are going to get the money that they want. They could be a malcontent all they want. Eventually, they're going to have to get on the football field. So you're completely out on Dobbins. It sounds like you keep bringing him a up. little bit, a little bit. It was just yeah. you know because you hear the and we can go into more d- detail on this on the serious show. But i have some of the stuff I've been reading about how they. The, what was the first day of free agency? They gave Justice Hill a new two-year deal. Like mm-hmm. they, they're talking about, they're still having, you know, they still have, they they still have Gus Edwards clanking around around there. You worry about Lamar Jackson down at the goal line as much as they say that they're not going to use him like that anymore. Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I definitely I'm worn on Pollard, especially if the age difference is only a year and a half. Adam Wallace says so many RBs haven't signed yet. Feel like the Bucks signed someone because Rashad Wise is extremely overrated. <laughs> yeah, man, I think so too. Win your fantasy draft with the 2023 Rosterwatch Ultimate Draft Cheat Sheet, now available at rosterwatch.com. The revolutionary cheat sheet that changed fantasy football forever is the only tool you'll need this draft season. You've heard Rosterwatch on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio live from all of the NFL events, all of the training camps, the Senior Bowl, the Combine, the Draft. Now, all you have to do is follow the three simple rules using the legendary Rosterwatch cheat sheet. 
That's it. Three rules and an expert quality draft is guaranteed. It couldn't be easier. The Roster Watch Ultimate Draft Cheat Sheet. You cannot afford a draft without it, and it's only at rosterwatch.com. This is one where I think I'm, a, I'm maybe a little bit more with Cody. Jonathan Taylor. Um, Trash Man is always extremely high on Jonathan Taylor. Always, always, always. He always will be, always has been. Has been 13 overall. He's only 24 years old. And so I can, I can get it. I can get it. He's one of the best prospects that we've seen come out. I just, you know, I feel like I'm, he's just high on these Colts, man. He's high on Anthony Richardson. He's high on Jonathan Taylor. He doesn't, I've had this conversation with trash man. I'm like, okay, well, there's two sides of this coin. Okay. One side is our, our Matt, our good friend, Matt Kelly, the, 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 what the Alfred Morris corollary, right? Yep. The, the increased efficiency when you get a running quarterback who creates the threat for the defensive end to come down for the dive and, you know, they, when they're frozen out there on the side, that dive comes a lot easier, right? They're a lot more efficient with, with the run game, handing the ball off to their running back, right? That's one thing, okay? The other thing, on the other hand, this this systemic risk that comes along with Anthony Richardson. We, we talked about it earlier. Who knows, right? Who knows? Uh, are they going to be in scoring position often? When they do get down there, the guy's a fucking transformer. Like, are, are, is, are they not? Is he not going to try? Is he not going to rush the football down there? I think he'd be crazy not to let Anthony Richardson dive over the pile for some touchdowns and things like this. So, to me, the systemic risk along with the vulture risk is a big deal. And um, I, so, I mean, the way you're weighing it is, you think that you think that the I know you worry about the systemic risk because of where you have Anthony Richardson ranked, right? But mm-hmm. I also know you've seen Anthony Richardson. You've seen his athleticism. <laughs> You're a smart guy that knows football. And I th- so I think that I can understand why you might be lower on Taylor, who you have ranked at what? Trashman has him at 13 overall. You have Taylor at um, 25. 25 overall. So, yeah, I mean, the big thing really for me with Taylor is he's the oldest out of this group, right? So Bijan's 21, Brees is 21, Gibbs is 21, and those are the guys I put in front of him, right? And the reason I put Taylor at four overall running back and he's down at 25 for me, he's 24 and a half years old. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He's got Anthony Richardson in that backfield. We just talked about that. You just mentioned 6'4", 240. Obviously, we talked about him earlier. They also went out, and I know this like means nothing, but I mean Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh-round pick as well. Evan Hole was one of the most athletic guys in this draft class at running back. Yeah. And what was he known for? Catching the football. Yeah, they're going to play him. They're they, going to play they him a little. Yeah. I, I I think Zach Moss is not good, but Zach Moss is He's also in this there. backfield. He's 220 plus pounds. It's just another big dude to take away some of those grinding reps. Um, I, I think he's just going to take a little bit of a hit in the receiving game. They want to keep him healthy for the long run. They think they're a good football team. And so for all those reasons, I think he's pushing himself, or I should say the Colts are pushing him more towards kind of what feels like a Nick Chubb career arc for me, more so than you know what we wished maybe was like a, a Zeke or a, a Ladinian Tomlinson type of situation where he would just be a freak in every facet of everything. Um, it just feels like they're surrounding the whole team with weapons, at the quarterback position, running back position, receiver, and offensive line. So I, obviously I like him. I just I can't be as high on him as I am on these other running backs that are younger that have shown the passing game, pass catching in the uh, pass catching game, and the upside that Gibbs and Bijan have. I just, with three years in my pocket, I, I 
that's kind of why I have it like that. Yeah, there's a few that you're wrong on here, Cody, but, but that, is, <laughs> that, is, that, that isn't wrong, right? That isn't wrong. What you're saying is not wrong. I actually think that Trash Man is – this isn't one where I think that, that you are um, – you're both wrong and where we need to um, – where we need to kind of meet in the middle. I think that Trash Man needs to have his, the, the top of the board, those first two rounds in 12-team leagues, sh- structured a lot more like, like you have it. I, I like the structure of how you've done this better. So, okay. I, I, and, and which is what led to you having Jonathan Taylor. I'm not saying the rankings. He, I'm not saying he, he should he should copy your rankings, but structurally he should look at these and, and 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 see how these players are spread out and the types of players that you have going ahead of him. And I think it makes sense to get him down to uh, actually right about where right about where you have him. Maybe to the maybe you know, I'm, I'm not saying exactly a 25, but closer to that two three turn. Um, let's go to the next one here. This is another one that you're right about. Like, just, just, just tell me why trash man. So his Jackson, I, my jaw dropped when I saw that trash man has Jackson Smith and jig, but 42 overall. And this is just this, what, what, what this is, this is trash man. I need to, I, 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 I need to send him a nasty letter, cert, certified letter. Saying that it'll scare him, that he'll think it's going to come from a debt collector, like because he'll just ignore my emails and my texts. He'll 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 look at a certified letter that comes to his house that he has to sign for, and he'll open it up and he'll just say, "God damn it, trash man! What the hell is this? It's forty two overall for Jackson Smith and Jigba. What are we even talking about here? You have him at seventeen. I mean, I just I don't know that there's any like. Do we even need to talk about how how bad that is? I, I so I took him. I just drafted him three point two overall in a super flex draft, um, second pick of the third round. So maybe um, you could, so maybe you could move him down a little bit if you could. Yeah, if that's where the ADP is sitting, maybe you could move him down a, a, a little just so you could maybe get Jack. If you could get JSN and one other guy, I guess you wouldn't have been able to get him at the three hundred two. He he wouldn't have lasted until the four ten. Uh well yeah so I I drafted I ended up trading uh, my first round pick. Pick two hundred five, got AJ Brown, got Garrett Wilson at two two, and then took Jackson at three two. So that's my he's oh. my wide receiver three on this team. So, oh, <laughs> I like that start. That's good, man. Well, congrats on that, dude. Um, but that, that was more so the thing was like, is it that in a super yeah, flex? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. What all quarterbacks are left on the board for you? Um. So Geno just went. Cuzzy just went four eight. Stroud went four seven. Young went four five. Best quarterbacks available are Goff, Pickett, Lance, Love, Wilson, Rogers. I we're at five three right now. I don't pick until six nine, but I have six nine, six ten, six eleven, seven one, seven two, and seven four. Well, 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 hey, you know Jordan Love could be an interesting pick there. But listen, he's he he, but he's another guy that you and Trash Man really have a big disagreement on. And I think this is tra- Trashman has Jordan Love at number 102 overall in Superflex, which clearly is not going to, ha- I mean, God, wait, I thought he liked, I thought he liked the green Bay situation. He, well, he, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think that his rankings don't, I, I think the Trashman, as usual, his, 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 his rankings don't, it's like some of it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like he wrote the. It's 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 like he jumped. It's like he jumped into a big waste management dumpster, <laughs> rummaged around in there, came out with this pile of rankings, and just said, "There, ha- have at it." Like this is something that he hasn't thought through. He he likes Romeo Dobbs this year. He likes Christian Watson this year. 
he likes he he likes Jaden Reed this year. All for all those reasons, he he has to like Jordan Love, or else none of that stuff's going to happen. I think what he, what it is with him is he is he is he still has it. In, he still has Jordan Love's Senior Bowl stuck in his head. You know, I, I think that that's it. He's like, man, Jordan Love at the Senior Bowl. It's like, uh, you know, and you know how that is, man. It's like Kenny Pickett's yeah. on the board for you. You probably still have a little bit of that Kenny Pickett Senior Bowl stuck in your head, right? I uh, yeah, Pickett's definitely one that's like, that's probably exactly how it is for him too. Because like, even Dobbs is going through his rankings, and I had to like, I was like, I got to respect where Dobbs is at. I got to respect the situation. I got to respect all that. And you got to like eliminate some things sometimes because it's couple years removed and you know that there's other guys in those locker rooms and other quarterbacks and other receivers that can teach these guys things and bring them along slowly so um i think my big thing would be in, in talking about jordan love I, I i had this conversation a little while ago i'm trying to remember it right now but it's him and and kyle trask and the two differences is that trask was a second round pick and love was a, a late first round pick and they both had the opportunities this year both had old guys leaving, Rodgers and Brady, and Tampa Bay goes out and they go, yeah, we no, we can't trust Trask, period. They yeah. go out and bring in Mayfield, right? And Green Bay goes out and says, no, we're not going to bring anybody in, and we're going to give the ball to Love. And obviously over the last two times they've done this with Favre and Rodgers, it's been the right process. And I think there's enough weapons there to keep him competent. I think he's definitely competent enough in the rushing game. This offense is going to be fine. I don't think it's going to be, you know, the glory days in Green Bay, but I think it's going to be just fine. And I think just, and this is the, that's how my brain works. Is just I was looking at the parallels between Green Bay and Tampa with Trask and Love, and I know they're not exact parallels, but situationally, it tells you that Green Bay really does trust this entire situation. Yeah, we we have Jared Dean in the Twitter saying people like the Dolphins, but they don't give two any love. I mean, here like. I I agree with I agree with that. I mean, we're not talking about two. It just isn't a side. We're we're getting him a lot in the redraft cheat sheets. I mean, what you got to you know what you got to fade is him falling on his back and 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 hitting his head again. <laughs> you know, um, that could be a that could be a tough situation where I think even kind of politically and socially, I think that that organization would just get a lot of heat to make sure. I mean, it's almost like the media would talk him into medical retirement if he gets in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's probably what it is with two. People are worried about that and with Jordan Love I agree with you I I, I think he should be he should be up from here um I don't there's not a young quarterback in the league that's stepping up into his new role who it's this organization has clearly shown us they haven't told us but they've just shown us that they have confidence in him um I think the closest his closest competition will probably be Desmond Ritter Right. It's just I think that of the new guys stepping up into these roles, I think that that's probably the closest competition is, is Ritter. Yeah. But it's, it's nowhere near where it is for Jordan Love. Yeah. Um, OK, uh, next one. We just have a few more to get to. Then we're going to ask you about some of these Maryland crabs or no, not Maryland. I get it mixed. All that. Massachusetts. Northeast shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Massachusetts. Um, Jameer Gibbs. And this is one where Trash Man is wrong. Uh, his rankings are bad. Cody's are good. We're going to need to get these fixed. I apologize to our our, our pro members. We're going to we're, we're getting into trash man. Trash man, where are I know he's not listening to the show. Um we need to get this fixed before people start having their their startup rankings and Cody's going to be a big help again. Again, if you guys don't know Cody, I'm sure you know him from this, but you can find him on Twitter at Carpentier NFL. Um and you can find, I believe, these these dynasty rankings, Cody. These are on your Patreon. Yes, sir. 
Patreon.com forward slash executives. Yeah. So, and he has all that stuff linked on his, on his Twitter, but just go make sure and follow him on, 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 on Twitter, man. He's, 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 he's roster watch crew now at Carpetier NFL. Um, this is, so you have Gibbs, give me your Gibbs. Oh, I talked to running back two. Oh God. Sorry, that, yeah. That's, that's wrong. Hold on. Sorry. Let's, three, sorry. Three, 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 my bad. Okay. So in, in uh, trash, 24th man, overall, 24th overall. And trash man has him at 41 overall. So it's not, ex, not as quite as far off as what I thought uh, it should be. My, my issue with trash man is that, um, I mean, he needs to get like, he has, he has Jameer, he has Javante Williams, and Josh Jacobs ahead of Jameer Gibbs, which to me seems really bad. Yeah, I mean, um, I think really, I think the big difference here, just looking at Treshman's rankings, I think the big difference here is, is that he has a lot more trust in these older running backs than I do. And I think that's where I vault Gibbs above some of these guys. And I definitely have, you know, like uh, the Barclays and Ecklers and, and Pollards and Jacobs, these 25, 26, 27-year-olds, lower i think that's that's really one of my takeaways i think i would say is that he's he definitely trusts uh that oh, these yeah. guys have a couple years left in them more more so than i do uh, well it's, you know it's tra- trash man always says about his dynasty teams he says man you, you can have your dynasty team that looks that looks sexy as hell and all your year two guys and shit like that i'm like i'm trying to win a title and so like i can yeah. uh, i can understand i can understand he fe- he feels like he's going to draft well every year in the, in the rookie drafts and I can understand yeah, this stuff with, with, with the startups, but I don't. I just I think Gibbs is a, is a level of prospect where he's he's not giving him adequate respect with with this. He needs to have it closer up to where to where you have him. But I think that you know saying I don't th- I I don't think his philosophy is wrong. I do think the way he went about implementing his correct philosophy here is 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 a little bit wrong. Okay, here's 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 one where Cody just goes off the fucking reservation and just is real 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 bad. I mean, bad, like brain dead bad. And that's the DeAndre's brain dead. But Cody is brain dead bad. Uh, DeAndre Swift at 43 overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, you weren't we just talking about somebody down? Who, who are we talking about down here below? Like, I mean, you, you have DeAndre Swift uh, like that far, like a 20-something spots above Pollard. Um, like over all those guys we talked about who I thought it was bad to have Pollard over Dobbins, Javante, Najee Harris, um, all these types of players. I mean, there's so many of these guys who I would take before DeAndre Swift, whose own team basically told us that they hated him last year. He goes to a situation where they don't use like, I mean, I understand it's a decent situation in Philly, but they got him on a rental. Who knows which they're going to use him. He's going to be 25. I, I just, man, I just, I, I feel like you haven't gotten away from your your pre-draft evaluation on 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 DeAndre Swift. And I know when he's been healthy, he's gotten the ball and and he's 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 been he's been he's been good. He's he's been efficient, but it's like, I mean, is that gonna? Uh, what is it? Just like he hasn't been used enough. He's been hurt so much. He's got no tread on the top. Like what? Like what is your what is your reasoning here? Forty three. So this is actually funny that you say that the pre-draft thing because there you couldn't find somebody on Twitter that was probably lower than DeAndre Swift than I was. I was not <laughs> a fan. I've never drafted a singular share of DeAndre Swift until about two weeks ago in a startup I did. Um, I 
it probably take me a minute to find that exact pick that I made. But nonetheless, it was the first time I'd ever drafted DeAndre Swift throughout his entire career in dynasty or rookie drafts. And it more so to me, it comes down to his, his value for the talent that's at hand. And as much as I wasn't a big fan of him, I understand that injuries happen. I understand and I can see talent and I respect talent. I think DeAndre Swift is very talented. Um, I don't think that he's obviously got a lot of trade used on him. He's, he's been a very fine player. He's 15th, 15th, and 8th overall as far as average fantasy points per game over the last three seasons. And Detroit has been a very different offense year in and year out, in my opinion, as far as having a receiver, having a tight end, having running backs. And he got Jamal Williams. He just kind of – I think he kind of got swindled in the whole Jamal Williams situation. And I think when he goes to Philadelphia, he goes back home to Philadelphia. He's 24.4 years old. He's still got two, three years. He's got two years on on Tony Pollard now that, now that we bring that up. Uh, he's 212 pounds. I think just playing in that backfield, I think he's going to supremely be the better running back – in comparison to Rashad Penny, in comparison to Kenny Gainwell. And I think him and Jalen Hurts is going to be a, a, a crazy good dynamic over the next two, three seasons. And I'm going to trust it. It's it's not a, it's not a, uh, I guess you'd say a, a, a truther for me, because that'd be something that I'd hold on to too long. For me, it's like a midlife uh, trade or midlife crisis, a midlife switch up where I, <laughs> I've been, I've been fading this guy for my it's entire life. It's, it's a, a crisis, crisis Cody. and 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 now I'm saying, dude, you know what? If there's a guy in this, and if I pull up just my running back ranks right now and look at exactly where I have him placed, I'll tell you exactly why. Right there below him, J.K. Dobbins. You mentioned it earlier. The situation. He's 24.4 years old as well. Got Lamar Jackson. He got a couple running backs there. Travis Etienne. What's he really going to be? Well, I want to see him take that next leap. But also, Travis Etienne's been in the league a year less than DeAndre Swift, and he's also the same exact age. Javante Williams has that knee injury. He's a little bit below him. Najee, 25, Pollard, 26, Josh Jacobs, 25. You talked about Rashad White earlier. Like for me, I feel like it's a perfect spot because of what we know he can do as long as he's healthy. And you're talking about an offense in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith. Like what are we talking about here? What I mean, uh, what I'm talking about is like we talk like <laughs> they have the best goal line quarterback in the league. Like I just, I mean, uh, dude, like no man, like I'm out on I'm I'm out on DeAndre Swift. Is that high? Like whenever he got traded there, we all thought it was so sexy, and we're like, oh, dude, to the Eagles, this is killer. The more you think about it, it's like no, it's not good. It's like this isn't good. All 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 the signs for uh, DeAndre Swift are bad, and so on that one, I do I do declare Cody Carpentier. To be wrong, even if Trashman is not completely right, uh, Cody is Cody's tra- shit. Trashman might be too high on him. Trashman might be too high. Um, okay, finally, and you know what? This is one that I'm going to trust you on, as a as our resident close, close, close follower of the Minnesota Vikings. What do you think of Alexander Madison as a runner? Just your thoughts on him coming out. I know Byron was super high on him in that class. Byron had Alexander Madison in that class, his number three running back coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been a, you know, like Byron Byron in this year in redraft is going to be big on Alexander Madison. I can just tell you that. I can just tell from the texts and the excitement that he has about him, uh, you know, the chance of him possibly leading that Minnesota backfield with the loss of Dalvin Cook. What do you think? Because I believe, I think, uh, you know, these are guys who identify differences in, in your rankings. So Trashman has Madison at 72 overall. Uh, Cody has Madison at 93 overall. So what, what is the, what's the calculus there? And, and, all, and, and also, what do you think about 
what do you think, or no, not what do you think, what do you know about Alexander Madison thus far in his career? I know he's a good running back. I know every time he's came in and had the opportunities, he's eaten and he's filled in one for one for Delvin Cook. Uh, now, a lot of people around Minnesota aren't happy that they get rid of Delvin Cook, um, but a lot of those people are just fans and they don't understand that contracts matter and situations and new offensive schemes and uh, new general managers and all that stuff that goes into it. They just look at the player and they're like, oh, I love Delvin Cook because everybody loves Delvin Cook. Um, I will say about Alexander Madison is – my snap reaction put him at RB 16 in dynasty. Um, and that was like directly day day that happened. Well, actually it was like a little bit before that because we kind of got inkling of this Delvin cook thing a little while ago. That yeah. There was an extra trade that happened. It just got pulled uh, for physical for a physical. Um, so I put him at 16, which if I look where 16, Kendra Miller right now, he's 74th overall. So my snap reaction was I put him right there and you look at, and you compare the trash man's notes. I had him 74th. I just had, I just, cooled off on him i just came down a little bit more um because i've done a couple drafts and i've seen i don't really need to spend that capital on him and and when 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 push comes to shove they got they got Dwayne mcbride they got takevious chandler they 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 show that they or they they've said anyways or they've ankled that the fact that kenny and wangu has gotten better at a run as a running as a running back so when 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 you put all that in together do we really think that they're going to trust alexander madison in the same exact role that they had delvin in i don't think so at one point i was you know, I was getting there, and I was like, I, "It's not going to happen. They're not going to. They're not going to go full in when they got Dwayne McBride, Tykevius. Like this regime brought in Tykevius and Dwayne McBride. I think this regime is going to definitely want to see what those guys have." And I, I cool off a little bit, but I definitely can see why he has him uh, up there at seventy-two. Okay, dynasty rankings debate over. I think that I, I don't, I don't have a position on Alexander Madison. I think you got. I mean, I don't even know why I brought that. You guys seem like you're kind of generally in the same area. It feels like he's a dude who could fluctuate anywhere there yeah. from the low nineties to seventy five or so. Um, but I did. You, you start talking about Ty Chandler, Dwayne McBride. It made me think, Cody. Just and and we'll talk. I, I want to ask you about these uh, clams and uh, clam clam chowder, or whatever here in a minute. But if it's Ty Chandler. Who do you prefer if you can take them in a your home league? Because that's what I'm focused on right now, right? The the ultimate draft yeah. cheat sheets available at rosterwatch.com. The PPR cheat is up right now. I believe it's up to version 1.6. I'm trying to drop version 1.0 of the Superflex sheet before we get onto the radio this weekend, so we can talk about that and run some simulations. But two interesting players that I got the input from you regarding is you know maybe at the very end we were getting a whole lot of. We're getting a lot of Jaden Reed, a lot of Van Jefferson, some of these kinds of players who I really dig with that last pick of the draft. But you said, hey, man, why not dot in some of these, like, some of these handcuff running backs, some of these upside tight ends that sometimes fall, the, you know, the Luke Musgraves or the, you know, the, like, can, can you believe that Luke Musgrave looks like he's the starter all, 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 all already in, in Green Bay? That's just crazy, right? I mean, I mean these guys are coming yeah. in and they're they're looking like starters. Laporta is good, like already's the starter for Detroit. Like it's pretty wild. But, I think they I think they definitely hit it with with Kraft and Musgrave. I think that's going to be a, a pretty dirty duo. I think so they both hit hard. You would you'd mentioned like those kinds of guys. Like take a shot on one of those kinds of guys. Take a shot yeah. on one of these running backs. All the rest. And so I, I I took that to heart. And so I built into the cheat sheet for what is basically your last pick before kickers and defenses and. Uh, in most of the regular 12 team drafts with the seven players on the bench um, that you would have a choice between guys like um, 
you know, Jaden Reed, Van Jefferson, some of those tight ends, and then these two running backs. And I've, I just have who do you like better next year, Ty Chandler or Ty J Spears? In 2023, for, for a last round pick in, in redraft, Ty J Spears. And is that just because if Derrick Henry gets hurt now, yeah. and now there's the Hassan Haskins news there too, yep. he's going to get kicked off the team, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think it comes down to that. I think it's – I mean, Tyja, I've talked to you about this before. When we heard about the knee stuff, Tyja has been a 2023 play for me, 2023-2024, and that's about all I'm interested in until we see him physically play uh, and hear some more stuff about the knee. But, yeah, I think as far as that goes, like if Henry – if the floor falls out on Henry by, before week four, you're talking about Tyja Spears being a guy that's going to get run – and and be useful in fantasy every single week throughout the entire year because this team, we don't know what this team is, but the one thing you need to do is you need to you need to play football. You need to run the ball. You need to pass the ball. And if Tajay Spears is the best running back between him and Julius Chestnut, which we think he is, I mean, that's, <laughs> starting, that's a starting running back. Yeah, we don't. Oh, and that, and the thing with Ty Chandler is there's so many dudes there, and that offense is so good. It's 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 humming as far as Jefferson, Addison, Hawkinson. They want to throw the ball. And they have multiple running backs that are talented. So I, I think as far as opportunity goes, I think I'm, I'm it just going to be Spears. It should be Spears. Spears. He, should, yeah. he, he, should, he should be ahead of Chandler on, yeah. on, on, on the sheet. So, again, Cody, providing great insight and helping us out here at Roster Watch Nation. I, I got to ask you, people are just asking in the chat. Massachusetts, you were up there. You sent me a text message. You said, hey, send me the video that Billy Muzio sent you about how to shuck oysters. I, I, I'm such a boomer. I couldn't figure out how to share a video that he'd sent me in Twitter DMs. I, I, I don't think there's a way to share that. I truly don't. I know you sent me a screenshot of how to do it, but it's yeah. like, it didn't work. Maybe I need to update my Twitter, <laughs> but, um, but did you figure out the oysters? Did like, did you get to eat any? Were they any good? Yeah, we boiled them and they popped themselves and, uh, it was pretty, uh, they were pretty fantastic. We, we, that was like our, that was like our appetizer for, for dinner that night. We had burgers that night, I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, they were pretty, they're pretty fantastic. Put them in a little butter and. All right. So, and, 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 and you've had Maryland crabs too, right? I have not had Maryland crabs specifically. What do you guys, what do you guys eat in Virginia? What's the most popular famous food? I mean, there? shit, dude. I mean, well, what do I mean? I mean, I got a smoker, so I smoke everything that I got. I, I mean, but I, nor, I, mean, I would say fish as far as fish goes. Uh, what I've been eating the most of is, um, is a catfish and everyone gives me shit for that. But like, I can get catfish pretty, pretty cheap down here as far as like, you, you can, you can get like a half pound for like two fifty and at Kroger like daily. And it's like pretty fresh. And you throw that puppy in the air fryer, put a little seasoning on it and the air fryer cooks in about eight minutes. And it's like, for me, like right now, like that's pretty solid as far as you know, bang for your buck. And I'll tell you the that, secret. To, all, red meat, yeah. all right, so I'll tell you the secret to great to great catfish, and then I'll and, and then I have one more question for you. The secret to great catfish is you got to cut the strips thin, thin, yeah. thin, thin. The thinner, the better, right? Because then you really? get all the seasoning and the taste. And I'm, I don't I, I don't know if you put bread crumbs or anything on it, but it gives them a little more crunch. It's like as thin as you can cut those pieces, it makes them taste better. Um, and then the uh, the other thing is. I want to just ask you this. All right. So you said those, those oysters were, were, were delicious. You got it. You, you have to choose one of these, the oysters up there in Massachusetts, the um, like the steakhouse stuff in Indy, like we get at the combine, the steaks or the Kansas city barbecue. Like we got at the draft. <laughs> Is that a real question? 
Yeah. Give me give me the steak in Indy every day of the week. Thank God you weren't going to be wrong again, Cody. Jeez, man, I couldn't handle you being wrong one more time. Dude, I thought you were, gonna, you were joking when you brought up Kansas City. I was like, wait, what? <laughs>